to another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. I'm Patricia Miller, Executive Editor of Cannabis and Tech Today. We're here at MJ BizCon at the PolyScience Summit Research booth. Special thanks to our title sponsor, PolyScience. Joining me today is Nicholas Guarino, CEO of Naturite. Hi, thanks for joining hey. us. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Yeah. So tell our audience a little bit about Naturite. Yeah, so I mean, Naturae is, is, is a distributor of, of adult use cannabis products in New York. Um, right now, I'll give you a little bit of history in a second, but just yeah. to, to give you the, the, the thesis now, right, right now our focus is really to, with, our, with our in-house brands, with our product portfolio, to close the gap in between flour and, and, and smokable uh, uh, pre-rolls and, and those categories and oil products which still the the effects uh the flavor they're, they're not quite there so that's that's what we're we're constantly working on with our product portfolio and and, and we offer we, we have three house brands uh, uh that that we sell in new york um all oil based all focus on on oil products so tell me a little bit about naturae what are you guys doing yeah so naturae is a, a adult use distributor in new york a manufacturer and and cultivator um for for cannabis products we're focused on on oil-based products exclusively, so we sell vapes, gummies, edibles, uh, tinctures, and and uh, in general, what we're doing with our product development, with all of our in-house brands that we're building, we've had an amazing opportunity to build these brands in, in New York, uh, is is to try to close the gap of, of quality and effects in between flour-based products and, and oil-based products, um, which I think and anybody that consumes cannabis can kind of relate to. Like, it, it, very often oil-based products just don't quite hit the mark in, in the same way with, with effect and flavor that, that flour does, that a joint will or, or a bowl will. Um, so, so we're working on that, and in parallel, we have all the other challenges of, of being a, a distributor in New York. Um, so we have to build our brands and we have to offer them at a price that's as close as we can be to the unlicensed market, which is very real yeah. and is next to us there. So, so that's, that's, that's really what we do. And I mean, we've, we've, we've existed now for, for eight years. We came from the CBD world. We've always been focused on extraction. Um, and, and this adult use opportunity in New York has just allowed us to, to take that further and to, and to start manufacturing our own in-house brands and, and distributing them across the state. Yeah. It's such a unique market. Maybe you can shine some light on this for some of yeah. our listeners because I was surprised. I went to New York City for the first time in my life um, earlier this year, and I thought the dispensaries I was seeing around were, were legal. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, doing some research, you know, many of them were not. Most uh, of them, yeah. Most of them are not uh, unlicensed distributors. So share with our, our audience some of what that experience is like and how you're approaching that yeah I, I mean it's 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 super tough essentially what happened was New York legalized uh, uh, through the MRTA ca uh, uh, adult use cannabis in New York in 2021 um, and they decriminalized everything and and then there was a huge gap in time in between that and when legal stores or applications even existed for producers and retailers to sell into the legal market. So during that two-year gap, everything was fully decriminalized, and New York City being the city that it was, there was a lot of opportunists that said, like, okay, well, let's see how far we can push this. And, like, year, it started with, like, bodegas that would, like, you know, they'll, they'll bring down something from the back and, and bring you some flour, maybe some pre-rolls, right? Okay. That was, like, the beginning of 2021 when the MRTA first passed, and it's evolved, like, very quickly, where now, there, since there aren't consequences, right, and it's so difficult to enforce, which I understand from the enforcer's point of view, and, and this gap isn't necessarily their fault, um, that, that 
essentially, so so we have smoke shops just bringing bringing stuff from the back. Then we've got stores that are like starting to put some signs in the front. To now, there's like full blown grand openings with with like announcements on social media of stores that that aren't licensed, right? That that just and they're just bringing in product from out of state and 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 they're selling it. Um, so I think it's incredibly challenging, but I think where everybody makes a mistake is like, we just need to increase enforcement. If we just increase enforcement, then we'll shut these guys down. There's no chance that you're going to be able to shut them down unless you want to start war on drugs 2.0, right? You're going to have to put everybody in jail. There's no way to do that. So what you have to do is open more stores. You asked me about New York and there's only 26 licensed legal stores in the entire state, a state of 20 million people. Um, so one store per million people. Um, so That's we need, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You put it like that? Yeah. yeah. So we need more, we, we need more stores and then we need, uh, 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 the tax system to be rationalized so that we can compete in price points. I guarantee you if we have enough accessibility and the price points are there so that consumers can, can buy their vapes and smoke them every week. I smoke a vape every week. I couldn't afford it for $120. I could afford maybe Fifty dollars, right? right? So if if the taxes are rationalized, two eighty e is also a big component of that. Mm-hmm. Um, then the consumer in New York is just naturally going to go to the legal stores, and the education campaign campaigns will be big for that. But naturally, they'll go over. There's not this thirty or forty year legacy like California has, yeah. right? Where everybody's uh, they they've known their dealer for a long time, and there's a, a strong loyalty there. New York is all about convenience, and that stuff has been shipped there, and there's no loyalty to to, to, to the brokers that brought it into New York, right? right. Um, so I think I think it's a matter of time and just like stores opening. It's it's not like let's attack the the, the unlicensed market and that way we'll. It's just a, it's a it's a multi-headed hydra. It's just going to continue to. So so yeah. Anyway, went went a little farther with the unlicensed no, thing, but but yeah. That was very insightful, and I think an important part of making some of those changes is giving the public the education yeah. about what's happening and really what the concerns are with using unlicensed products yeah so you're making a tested safe product for people and yeah. when you're getting unlicensed products you it's don't know it's certainly no I, i've been smoking unlicensed product for most of my life let's say for only like the past couple of years i've i've exclusively smoked licensed product because i got educated on it right like right. um it, it, i could go on and list all the scary things that could be in there like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of them especially you know resin and oil-based products I especially feel like oil-based products than absolutely i mean what's the solution for most unfortunately for most of the processing labs when they get a batch of distillate or of rosin that's got pesticides in it oh it's okay send it to edibles and send it out of state It'll get diluted down in the edibles, right? And and we'll still be able to put it into the market because each edible needs such a small amount of oil, 10 milligrams, right, in oh, there. Wow. So the pesticides diluted now, you're still consuming it. And okay, fair enough. Maybe that happens in, in most agricultural crops, like in, 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 in tomatoes and et cetera. You're going to consume a small quantity of pesticides. But but if you if you have the alternative not to, um, I think everybody would, would choose that. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially there's, I mean, this is a bit of an aside, but yeah. there's been research lately that pesticide ingestion can cause fertility issues yeah. uh, among yeah. a myriad of other problems. So I think if people realize they can access a safer product and preferably, like you said, at an accessible price point, yeah. they're going to choose that every time. Totally. And I think that point you just made, I want to go back to it for a second about 
that oil-based products are particularly important there is I haven't heard it enough and I, I haven't even kind of thought about it. So I, I'm just kind of realizing how important that is. Like, I understand the point of like, hey, look, I've been smoking weed flour for the for the past 50 years and I've had no problems and here I am alive today, right? Like that's always the point against safety. Um, but but with oil-based products, you're, you're taking the weed and then you're concentrating everything 10 to 15 times, mm -hmm. right? And then you're ingesting it. Right. And so the, the amount of, of either heavy metals, pesticides, whatever other fillers can be used because it's very easy to add vitamin E acetate into an oil, right? But yes. you can't add vitamin E to flour. Like, fair enough, flour is a lot. You can see mold on the flour. It's a lot easier to tell with flour. In, in, in a lot of cases. In some cases, you can't. But it's a lot easier to tell with flour. With oil-based products, it's a totally different story. You can conceal it very easily and you can be consuming concentrated quantities of, of unsafe substances, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's just a point you can't really stress enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> with, with concentrates. Right. Um, so let's get back to, to Naturize. Yeah. So what's on the horizon for 2024? What are you excited about, looking forward to? I am most excited about our solventless uh, a program, right? So our brands, Jaunty, our, our brands are organized by the extract that, that we use to, to make them. So Jaunty is our, our distillate brand and, and everything that we put into Jaunty and how we think about the audience for Jaunty is a distillate product because we believe the different oils have different effects and, and different use cases, right? Um, and then Resonators is our, is our solventless mm. brand. Um, and it had uh, it, we, we have excellent gummies under resonators, um, but we weren't able to release uh, vapes. We weren't able to release concentrates uh, because the quality of our of our fresh frozen from 2022 just wasn't there. Like we didn't have the right uh, genetics. Uh, we didn't have the right harvesting process for fresh frozen. Um, and we made an incredible connection with Alex Kupamil uh, from Critical Concentrates in California. Um, he was he was working to develop our solventless extraction room and, and program, um, and we just had such incredible chemistry and got along so well that we were like, look for 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 concentrates, let's just bring Critical on as a brand. So okay. we we made that partnership with Critical. Um, we're going to be releasing like six uh, flavors of cold cure live rosin and six flavors uh, of fresh press live rosin, which is kind of like the anti unlicensed market one because it's all cold chain product. It has to be cold fresh press rosin so it's hard to export or bring into any of these unlicensed stores like you really um so that's the product that that, that i'm most excited about and just our, our solventless program in general like we we really this year have proven with alex's help and all of his his genetics and his connections to to better genetics um and and the process of of harvest um we've proven that with an outdoor crop we can create a live rosin that's the quality of of an indoor crop extracted live rosin um, and that's just incredible because we're going to be able to offer live rosin at, at, at way more competitive prices, at way more accessible prices, as honestly let's say. Um, so so I'm, I'm super excited for 2024, critical concentrates launch, resonators, vapes, everything that we're going to do with Solventless from now forward. It's just going to continue to elevate and get better and, and, and make our whole portfolio, all the distillate products, all of the, the effect-based products with minor cannabinoids that are going to get elevated as well along with, with critical concentrate. So that's, that's what I'm most excited about for sure. That's awesome. And it yeah. sounds like a really diverse product lineup you've got. Yeah. Within the oil-based categories, the only product we don't cover is beverages. And it's because we're kind of waiting to see the growth there to justify the investments that we'd need to make and the complications that that would create for our distribution yeah, infrastructure. 
It's yeah. early days, you know? Yeah, it's super <laughs> early. It's super early and beverages are tough for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you've shared some really great insights. Um, Thank you. Where can our audience go to kind of follow your story and keep up yeah. with the brand? Yeah, I mean, it, definitely go to, to naturatenewyork.com. That has all the information on our full portfolio. And then um, uh, at John T N Y uh, is our is our most active Instagram account. Where like we're constantly posting stories and posting everything that's on there. So yeah, John T N Y, follow it, check it out. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us, Nicholas. I Thank really you. learned a lot. I appreciate your insights. It was a pleasure. Thank yeah. you. So from Nicholas and myself, Patricia Miller, that uh, concludes this episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. And until next time, stay elevated. Stay elevated.